Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of the Donna and Steve show starts now. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, and now changing of the guards. We got Mike the Zamboni. Oh, I love Hong watching Kong. that ceremony. Never gets old. The, the hat the, is itchy though on this bald head. <laughs> the the furry hats yeah. that both he and Holly wear. The respect that you see as they hand, she hands the mic over it's to amazing. him. Amazing. It it's is amazing. honest to goodness. It's it's few things like it nowadays, Don. If you ask me, I know I'm with you there. Shall we talk a little music news? Anything but tampons feels All good right, right now. Beat, beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. I am so excited about this. Going back to the Ed Sheeran concert at U.S. Bank Stadium over the weekend, they had a little puppy party. Mm-hmm. They had a puppy party before the show. Um, Rough Start Rescue, where I got my baby buddy Bill, received a request from Ed Sheeran's team on Saturday asking if Rough Start um, could play with puppies, you know, if the if their workers... They could bring some puppies by so that the workers can play with them. Basically, that's the gist of it. Ed wasn't present during the puppy meet and greet because he was at the Mall of America making a surprise appearance at the Lego store. And it looks like around 100 concert workers got to play with the pups Mm -hmm. um, from Rough Start. That's great. We had Bam Bam. Barney Rubble, Keep going. Gretchen Wieners, Karen Smith, Maple, Pebbles, Regina George, Wilma Flintstone, and it consisted of two litters of four puppies. So I love that. What a cool idea to do for your, you know, the people who are working on your tour just to help them yeah. unwind and get ready. We had, a, we had a puppy invasion here a few months we ago. We did. I know. I think that was from was secondhand. That secondhand hounds. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That's fun. You just walk out of the room and boom, there you're are like, puppies. there's all these puppies there, like in a little, you know, pen. Yeah, adorbs. So I just thought that was really cool because you're now a Sherio, and I just thought I would share EO with you. I was listening to Ed Sheeran last night out on the deck. I was listening to him this morning. I'm listening to him right now. I just pulled him up on Spotify. You don't know me. I'm texting him right now. Our marker, <laughs> <laughs> even with the cease and desist. Yes. You're funny. Anyway, in other music news, Pink just became the first woman to headline a stadium in Wisconsin. 
Congratulations, Pink. She played the American Family Field in Milwaukee, where the Brewers play. And in doing so, she uh, became the first woman. Uh, She also broke their attendance record. She said, I'm a little fiery ball of gratitude, catapulting around the world, trying to spread love and truth and the courage to feel everything we can feel. And she said, I am. Wow, she's really getting poetic. This was in an Instagram post. She said, I am full to the brim with real love for you all. It means the world to me. It is never lost on me. We aren't the cool kids. Thank God. We're just gritty, magnificent humans doing our best. Thank you for letting me in. Oh, I love it. So many people are touring right now. It's so nice to hear that how grateful they are and how lovely they are. It's it's the biggest concert year <laughs> we've seen, obviously, since the pandemic. Uh, but we were talking about the grandstand at the State Fair and all the wonderful Amazing. acts that are coming. It's like the greatest lineup they've probably ever had. ever put together, and it's really eclectic too. I saw a video of Pink uh, performing in Wisconsin, where the Brewers play, uh, becoming the first woman to headline, and it was that point in the show when she was like on stage. She's like, "Whatever, everybody, blah blah blah, boom, boom." She goes into the air from zero to sixty. It's not like they slowly, dramatically lift her up, Donna. She is like flung into the air and then girlfriend just starts <laughs> flipping the whole length of the stadium. It's and then incredible. she like shows up at the peanut gallery and then she's like fake walking on air sideways. It was very entertaining to watch. She's amazing. Love I wish her. more artists would fly. I do too. I, you know, I like that they do creative things. Like it looked like Taylor Swift had all those dancers with the feathers and like visually especially when you don't know all the songs yes. to have something to look at is yes. very helpful. Yes. Unless you have a bunch of dancers like Beyonce, yes. but there's so many nice artists out there. Think of Taylor thanking all of her, you know, workers and then giving them bonuses. And I think about just everybody just seems so great. Ed seems great. Pink seems great. I'm I'm going to see Brandy Carlisle. She seems amazing. You're going to see her at the State Fair. I am. Yeah, you're right, though. A lot of gratitude, a lot of appreciation for these folks who didn't have the opportunity during these last few years to get out there and be face-to-face with their fans. I love it. I love it. what What an experience that must be for artists, too. Because when you're on concert... You fully run the show. The record label is an afterthought at that point. You're right. on stage connecting with fans. There's nobody right. critiquing what song you should play next or anything. It's just people who want to hear you. Exactly. That's it. There's no business side of it outside of the fact that it makes you gobs and gobs of money. If you missed the uh, State Fair Grandstand Rundown, here you go. The Black Keys, The Chicks, Keith Urban, Boys to Men and Shaka Khan, Brandy Carlisle, Young with Gravy. With Winona, by the way. Brandy and Winona. Really? Yes. Oh, they don't have her listed. She's opening. Oh, I wonder why they don't have her name on there. I don't know, but that's a big name. Uh, Young Gravy, Duran Duran, and the Jonas Brothers. That's amazing. Think about it. Like, I will have gone to four. I haven't gone to a concert in years. I will have gone to four concerts this year. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn. Who else did we go to? Was that Thomas Uh, Rhett? Thomas Rhett. Yep. We wouldn't remember because we left before he came out on stage. That is true. Uh, yeah, Brandy and Winona and then Billy Joel I'm going to go to in November. Did you already buy tickets? I'm on it. I'm working on it. 
Did the tickets already go on sale? Yes. I think. I don't know. I have a friend working on it for me. I have people, Steve. You have people. I have people. Don't worry about That's it. That's a good show to go to. Yeah, though. that'll be great because um, Stevie Nicks is opening. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I thought this was an interesting story. Chris Daughtry yeah. of the band Daughtry, mm-hmm. American Idol alum. Mm-hmm. This is hard to imagine, but in 2009, Steven Tyler wanted to do some solo stuff away from Aerosmith. And the band wanted to continue to tour. They, they didn't want to wait. So they started putting out feelers for someone to replace Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. And Chris Daughtry got a call from Joe Perry and Chris turned him down. He said, listen, first of all, I don't consider myself any caliber of a singer that Steven Tyler is. As far as I would not be able to tackle those songs the way Steven Tyler tackles them. And in his mind, he's irreplaceable. And he said, furthermore, Steven Tyler is alive. Right. This whole fear of, you know, making Matt, you know, one of his heroes mad was just looming. And he was like, no, no, Joe, there's no way I can do this. So uh, asked if he could sing the song Dream On, which I heard on my way to work this morning. Um, he yeah, said, can you hit that high note at the end? Right. Right. Dream on, dream on. I could do it. But, you you know. could, yeah. Uh, on a good day, he says, when I'm not beat up, I, I can nail the high part at the end, but it's like one out of every five times. And then <laughs> yeah. there's other times when I would just bail. So I think that's a good decision. Yeah, I think he made the right decision. Cool, yeah. cool that he was invited. And then yeah. you think. What a compliment. Adam Lambert. He went to Queen. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's like two American Idol alums who got asked by iconic bands right. come be our front man. That's amazing. Amazing. Is that show still on? American Idol? Yeah. It, well, they're currently no longer in competition at the moment. But yes, there will be a new season coming up uh, in January. Thank you. February. Oh, maybe okay. March. All right. Sometime. All right. Yeah. Maybe. All right. I got to go. Oh, there's a couple of really cool stories that made me go. Huh, this morning. Oh. Uh, One of them involves a school in Scotland with some very unique new students. I'll tell you about that on the way. An amazing story of a man needing a a kidney with very terrible odds. These are really feel-good stories that I would like to share with you. Okay. Up next on my talk. Every time I Good morning. Myself, We're back. Donna and Steve. My talk 1071. We're talk is fun. I thought this was uh I came across some really interesting stories today. I don't know. Are you really gonna put this under huh? Is that what's happening? Because there are things that make me go, huh? I don't know where that thing is, so I can't do it. Thank you, Mike. This is adorable. Teachers Teachers. are are seeing double many times over in a town in Scotland. The first day of school is around the corner, and get a load of this. 17 sets of twins are primed to enroll this fall. Wow, that's... What's in the water? Exactly, and they're all from the same town. It's called... The Scottish town of Greenock, Iverclyde, <laughs> which has been nicknamed Twinverclyde, mm. 
There, so, okay, there's a primary school that's welcoming three sets of twins each into primary this fall, marking a record for twin intake, the second highest on record. It has become an annual tradition in this town to welcome twins to primary one, it's called. So the elementary school recently held a dress rehearsal ahead of the academic year. As the pupils get excited. Pupils. Pupil. And the schools are, they say, the schools are nothing without the children, staff, and families who make them. Uh, and it's great to see some of the next generation coming through here. 1.6 million twins are born annually around the world. Hmm. The, with the highest number, I think, in 2021. But this town has always been known for its high rates of twins with 147 sets attending the local schools in the past decade. Take a look at the picture. I put a little link and we'll link this up for everybody else. In 2015 alone, 19 pairs began school at the same time. Wow. So this is the second in history. Huh. How cute. That's something. Look at them. Aren't they adorable? They they kind of look scary a little bit, like okay. as if they're out of the uh, uh, the Shining. Okay, Donna. These are sweet little kids. Oh, my gosh. Look at all these twins. And they're all like dressed alike while they're uniforms. But Oh, I wonder if that's a nightmare for the teachers. I wonder, too. And then scroll down. Ken, and, no, I'm Keith. All right, sorry, Keith. I know. Scroll down and you'll see all of them. From the previous, you know, record-breaking Aww, year. Cute little kids. kids what is cute. in the water? What is going on? Yeah. Oh. I Like, I literally... I they, you, is there a scientific study that could be done? I wonder. Oh, my God. Let's get on it. Should we start a GoFundMe page? Donna, that's not All right, how scientific sorry. studies get done. All right. Studies coming up at 11.15 today. Anyway, I thought that was adorable. That's cute, Donna. Thank you. Then I thought this was really interesting, okay? There is a woman from England who donated her um, kidney to her partner recently. So her partner, Darren, who's 51, um, basically had odds that were 22 million to one. Wow. For there to be a match for him. And it just so happened that his partner was a match. One in 22 wow. million. That's a movie. That's a screenplay, Donna. I know. Wow. He was diagnosed with a polycystic kidney disease at 12 years of age. At 51, he was so sick, he was unable. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Able to even talk. Um, his kidney function fell to just about 19%, which made him feel extremely exhausted So now, if you look at the pictures, and again, we will link this up for you as well. She's wearing a a t-shirt that is adorable. Do you see it? Yes. He has a shirt on that says, my new kidney is down here. And then he has an arrow pointing to like a kidney icon. And her shirt. (laughs) Her shirt is great. It says, I gave my kidney to my husband and all I got was this crummy (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. So they seem like they have a good sense of humor. He's on the mend. That's awesome. She's doing well. I just thought, wow. What a story. What are the chances? I hear when you get a new kidney, they keep the old kidney in there. I, you might be right about that. Thanks. All right. Thanks for sharing that. My brother Scott has a horseshoe kidney. What does that mean? It's rare, and it's a kidney that connects. Oh, it connects at the bottom? So we're looking at a horseshoe, and then it connects. Well, just imagine a horseshoe, and that's the shape of his kidney. Instead of having... You said it connects. Well, it does. Like, the two connect in one, making the shape of a horseshoe. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And that's something I, I think have a he'd be in pelvis. Daughter. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking at my bunion just yesterday. I'm not kidding. I looked down at my bunion. Wow. It is getting significantly worse. Is it really? Yeah. Steve, you got to get the surgery. I know. I got to find the right time, though, because you're off your feet for like four or six weeks. You'll be on one of those scooty things. You can still drive and everything. No, you can't drive, Donna. Which foot is it? Right. Oh. I can't drive. Well, good excuse to find a driver. I'll pick you up. No, please, God, never. (laughs) (laughs) I have other things that make you go, huh, while we're here. I love it. Let's do it. The cartoon version of Inspector Gadget never revealed his name. But in the 1999 movie with Matthew Broderick, they say his name is John Brown. Now you know. Thank you. Mr. Pibb was originally called Peppo when Coke started selling it in 1972. But Dr. Pepper sued them for trademark infringement, so they changed the name to Dr. Pibb. So Dr. Pepper sued again, and that's when it lost its degree and became Mr. Pibb. Hmm. George Clooney starred in a sitcom on CBS. From 1984 to 85, it was called ER, but it was Spelled E slash R. It only lasted one season. Then he oh, starred really? in the real drama ER on Nabucca. Wow. On NBC. Right. Ten years later. So what's coming up next? Er. Er. <laughs> I like kind of get how this is a joke, but I don't get it. Because first it was E slash R. Then it was E-R. Next show will be Er. Oh, God. What if you ran crowd? Just, <laughs> some of the time, just even run through it in your head first and see if it lands. I think I did. The Eiffel Tower has been repainted, Donna, nearly 20 times. 
It's been shades of red, yellow, brown, and gray, but it's never been painted black. Huh. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. That was genuine. Genuine. Remember the singer, Genuine? I don't. And I'm not surprised. Genuine. Genuine. R&B singer. Um, that we get a really famous Pony. song. Pony. How hard it, my pretty, right it, my pretty up. Let's take a break. We'll play a game. Six five one six four one. One zero seven one. Bye. I'll tell you about Chanhassen Dinner hey, Theaters. Hey Steve, I'm Donna. I love Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Saw Jersey Boys. It was great. You just want to do you it? You should go to Chanhassen. <laughs> right, Donna, that's Dinner enough. Thank They've you, got Donna. Great stages. All not just that stage. They have but multiple. They have, See, yeah. you've been listening. I've been listening. It makes me happy. Please don't, ever, don't ever do that again. Okay. Uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. I love going there. Donna did go and see Jersey Boys there on the main stage, as did I. It was Jerry, such Donna. Jerry, Fantastic production. People are loving it. The story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the story of those songs that you love. And I can assure you, all sung much better than what you just heard from D Bone. In addition to that, they've got a concert stage. Concerts, live music every weekend. You can fill your weekend up with live music. You could fill your weekend up with laughs. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret Improv Comedy, Friday and Saturday nights. Tickets only 28 bucks. Where do you get them? Donna, chanassandt.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are going to play a little game. Is everybody ready? Okay. All right, here we go. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yesterday, Donna got the win. The score now sits 85. Steve, 79 for Donna. She can get into the 80s today when we celebrate a birthday boy. How old do the two of you think Steve Carell is? Uh, I'm going to say, you go first, Donna. 54. 59. Uh, Steve, much closer. 61. Wow. 61 years young for Steve Carell. And today he is going to be the subject of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Oh, no. All right. And Katie, (laughs) uh, you were going to tell us who you want to play with after that reaction. Hey, Katie. What it do, cowgirl? Hey. Hey, Katie. Hi. Um... Well, I'm going to play, sorry, Steve, because you love your mustache. It's your mustache. I'm going to play with Donna. Huh. Wait, your mustache ruined everything. Is it because, I, because of the mustache or because I shaved the mustache? Did you shave your mustache? I shaved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did oh, shave good. it. good. Yeah. People are telling me I look I'm like really James Dean again. That. Right, Donna? <laughs> Uh, oh, 100%. You still want to go with Donna? Because right now, we them. are, honest to goodness, we're neck and neck on who's got the longer mustache right now. So you do want to go with Donna? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Donna. All right, I'm out of I'm here. scared. Bye. Okay. Bye, Steve. We'll, okay. we'll do our best. Katie, you're going to go on hold. You're going to listen to the questions as Donna runs through them. If you, uh, at the end, we'll have an opportunity to uh, help her out a little bit if she needs it, or maybe she won't need it. We'll find out. Donna? Uh-huh. You ready to do this? All right. Let's get it going again. Steve Carell is our category today for the College Pop Culture Knowledge. Today is his birthday. He turned 61. Let's go with this one. 
Steve is one of the rare actors to have two movies released on the same day. On July 9th, 2004, Sleepover was released, as was this movie, where Carell plays a TV meteorologist. Oh, no. 40-year-old virgin. Thanks to an iconic waxing scene featuring Carell, this American Idol alum still has people scream her name in a very specific way. Kelly Clarkson. Carell has been nominated for exactly one Oscar for this 2014 drama. It's the one, he's like a wrestler and it was like a fox something. What does a fox say? You can give as many clues to Katie as you want. Uh, I'm going to say maybe fox catcher? Fox catcher. I don't know. Okay. That's that's going to be your answer. Katie, you heard her answers there for the, uh, anything right offhand you want to change? For number one, I believe that's Anchorman. You're going to change that one to Anchorman. Okay. Otherwise, you feel good about Kelly Clarkson and Foxcatcher? Um, okay. Cool. Sounds good. Can well, you repeat the second question just for funsies? Thanks to an iconic waxing scene, Steve Carell, or excuse me, featuring Carell, this American Idol alum says she still has people scream her name in a very specific Love way. Love it. Thank you, Prince. All right, Katie, you are going on hold. We're bringing Steve back in here. All right, Steve is right outside the door. Hey, Steve. Hey. I think you're going to do just fine. Did you do just fine? I think so. Do you think you did three for three? Just be honest. I don't. Possibly. Son of a gun! <laughs> Sorry, I blew my lid. It's okay. Steve Carell celebrating a birthday today. He is 61. And Steve Patterson, are you ready to uh, be quizzed on him? Born ready. Let's get it going with this one. Steve is one of the rare actors to have two movies released on the same day. Back on July 9th, 2004, Sleepover was released, as was this movie, where Carell plays a TV meteorologist. Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Thanks to an iconic waxing scene featuring Carell, this American Idol alum says she still has people scream her name in a very specific way. Kelly Clarkson. And Carell has been nominated for one Oscar for this 2014 drama. Well, this is going to be tough for me. Um, Steve Carell has been nominated for one Oscar for this 2014 drama. It's a wrestling movie, I think. I'm going to say The Big Short because I can't think of the one that I'm trying to think of. And I don't think he was in The Big Short. All right, let's run through the answers here. We'll start off with that first one. You guys uh, both did a fantastic job on it. Uh, Actually, Katie had to help out on that one. I forgot about that. Katie had to jump in and change it from 40-year-old virgin to Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Nice job. I don't even remember him in there. Thank you. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Oh, he's the I love Lamp guy. He's the I love Lamp guy. Rick Tamlin, his Uh name in that movie. Uh, We will move on to uh, the next question here. This American Idol alum still has uh, her name, thanks to an iconic waxing scene, still has her name screamed in a very specific (laughs) way. Uh, No, Kelly Clarkson! (laughs) Yes, Kelly Clarkson, the correct answer. And they really waxed him there, and he was just improving these lines. They they, they were like throwing things out at him. (laughs) I didn't. I rewatched it because I wanted to play it here when we had this question, and uh-huh. I didn't realize like every single other word he said was the F word in that entire scene. Oh, so yeah. I couldn't play it except that one little part, which just uh, one more time for fun. Let's hear it again. No, Kelly Clarkson. 
There you go. His, his, his chest is so hairy, and they really waxed him during that scene. So yeah. it was that was a one taker. And he screams at the individual waxing him, and then just apologizes so quickly later, like, "Oh, I hate you. You're awful. I'm so sorry. I normally don't act like this. I normally don't swear. I'm so sorry. It's great. All right, let's move on to the final one. Carell oh, has been nominated for one Oscar for this 2014 drama. He was in The Big Short. Was oh, it? I didn't wow. know that. He was That's like, amazing. yeah, the big short featured Christian Bale, Ryan Gosling, Brad that Pitt, wrestling one. Steve Carell as well. Uh, that was 2015, the year before he was in, yeah, that wrestling one. And it goes by the name of Foxcatcher. Yes! Who got that? <laughs> Nicely I done, Donna. That. You got it? She pulled I got that it. out. I saw it. I, cu- I knew it had a fox. I'm trying to picture. I'm like, fox, wow. fox, what? What does the fox say? She started singing, what does the fox say? And then somehow came up with fox no catcher. No way, Donna. That's very good. You thank earned you. that. Rarely thank do you. Thank you. But you earned that one. Yeah, nice you mean, well, job. Well, I mean, thank God for Katie, because this would have been a tie. Team effort. Team effort. Way Yay. to go, Katie. You Katie, won. you got me on the board again. Hey, do you want to play the uh, tiebreaker for fun? Let's all do it. Let's do the tiebreaker. Here we go. Seven of Carell's eight highest grossing movies are animated. The lone live-action movie is Bruce Almighty, where Steve plays a supporting role. Steve. Steve. I'm guessing you're going to say who starred in that, and I'm going to say Jim Jim Carrey. Carrey. You would have got that right. Doesn't matter, because you already lost. Dang it. Boo! Second, Steve! Donna. Ha-ha. (laughs) Ha-ha. Katie, you're the best. Congratulations. Donna, you rule. Aw, thanks. You're like my best friend. Um, Katie, before you go, Aww. why don't you give me one verbal affirmation? Uh, Steve, you really should get your bunionectomy. Okay. All Is right. that a Everybody thing? Bunionectomy. Okay, I love right. that. Thank you, Katie. And I'm glad you shaved your mustache yeah. because you did look like Luigi. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, it was a tough look. It was an epic look, that twisty mustache. Uh, I believe we'll have a video <laughs> posted sometime in the next day or two of me trimming it off oh nice okay. yeah so if you're Fantastic. super bored and you want to watch somebody trim their facial hair thank you katie <laughs> thank you bye do you have a tip can you say it more optimistically hey, Steve, i'm wondering might you have a tip i do time for a tip everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy there's a video that you don't need to see. I'm going to show you. I'm going to verbally describe to you using my tongue how <laughs> you can keep old French fry bags or vegetable bags that are opened in the freezer. How to keep them from spilling out. You know what you normally do is you open it. Oh, and it finally opens. Yeah, Even if they have a little Ziploc thing, that thing rarely works in those right. anyway. And then what do you do? You crumple, you crumple, you crumple, right? Yeah. And then, you know, sure. heaven forbid you ever have to dig deep in there and you grab something by the corner, wrong corner. Now you got frozen tots all over your freezer. Preach. Here's what you do instead. You take your bag. You go to the middle of the big bag of let's all think of frozen French fries. You then cut a V into the center of the bag. A nice big V. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you pour your fries out or whatever. Now it's time to put the bag back into the freezer. Mm. You take those individual ends of the bag now because of mm-hmm. the V that you cut out. Yep, the pointy top of the V. 
You tie it closed. I love it. You tie it, it closed. Love it, love it, love it. Isn't that great? Yeah, or else, can't you just put one V down, the other V on top of it, and then chip clip? You could chip clip it. Okay. I would also like to tell everybody, throw out your bread ties. Bread ties and the other, the non-ties, but you know, the plasticky things that you sort of push through. Yeah, the little clippy thing. You do not need them. I hate them. I throw them out all the time. I despise them. No, you don't need a chip clip. What do you do? Thanks for asking. All you do with your bread bag is you get your bread out, and then you take the open end of the plastic bag, and you just fold it underneath the bread, and you put it in your drawer. Or in your case, in your microwave, because you live like a college bachelor. No, but not everybody has a bread drawer. How many? I mean. Do you want me to put this up on Facebook? Does everybody have a bread drawer? Like, do you create a drawer or does it have the sliding thing that comes through with the little holes on the top? No, you just create a drawer and you have so many drawers and there's one of you. You have a bread drawer. Not everybody has a deep drawer like that. How many how how many loaves of bread are you getting at one time? What are you, Belle from Beauty and the Beast? I mean, you're just stacking baguettes in there. Thank you. No, <laughs> you know I don't like it when you take it. This as a compliment. What do you mean? Like not just this put isn't it in 1960s. Donna, it's also not a dorm at the University of Wisconsin Madison where you're putting your bread into your microwave. You Very creep. specific. She's trying to color the page. Like when I was growing up, we had a drawer under the utensil drawer. Okay, that was deep. Right. And the drawer had a like a top to it. So you open the drawer and then there's a little thing that you pull over the drawer that was metal and it had little holes in the top. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school bread drawer. Here we go. I don't I, I mean I'm like, posting I, on Facebook. I've got other things that go in the drawers. Oh, I'd love to do drawer inventory with you because every time I've brought up where why do you keep bread in the microwave? And I love that you think that that is like a well-adjusted, better idea of what to do. Because I've got things in my drawers. I have a, I want to do I have drawer a Tupperware inventory. drawer. So do we. I have another Tupperware drawer. So do other people. All right. The fact that you keep your bread in the microwave, though, like that's where this story ends with Donna, if you've not heard her say this before, is she keeps her bread in her microwave. So then when you go to heat up a cup of tea or microwave something, she opens it, opens her microwave, takes bread out, heats the tea, then puts bread back in. Yeah, that, my mom had an old school bread. Yeah, drawer. so that it just fun. had a little metal thing on top of it. But uh, I mean, put it on the counter. Who cares? Here's what I have asked the internet to help us with. We did it once before, a couple of months ago. The question was, where do you keep your potatoes? <laughs> we had tons of responses. I know. People now, are like in the cellar. On fi- yeah. I'm like, the- how many are you buying? I buy like two potatoes at a time. I don't need a designated drawer. Yeah, potatoes are the orphan of the food community. They have no home. <laughs> uh, now I put up, where do you keep your bread? We already have three quick answers. Right, we we'll get go. to that when we come back. It's Fine. Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Just save it. Just kidding. I'm so genuinely uh, upset with you. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. What are you doing here? Thank you for coming along with us for this crazy ride. Yeah, loads of laugh and stir for you here. Irma yeah. Gerd. Oh, that's funny. It's a different way of saying it. Oh, my God. Irma Gerd. Yes. Thank you. It's Donna and Steve, by the way. And shout out to people who suffer from Gerd. <laughs> See your doctor. Thank you. Yeah. Prilosec. Oh, is that right? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know about that. Just the just, yeah, no, no, it's, it's diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what? So we asked this question. 
I mean, and I genuinely, this, I, we've talked about this over the span of like six years of doing the show. We've, we've talked about this <laughs> at least 60 times. And every time <laughs> I just get so frustrated. I know. I ask people, where do you keep your bread? Because I, I just said, look, if you're going to ditch the bread twist ties, all you need to do is take the, open the bread bag, get your bread out, couple slices, and then just fold it underneath that loaf of bread, put it back in the drawer. Yeah. And Donna's like, oh, well, not everybody has Mr. Belvedere living with them and has a bread drawer, okay? <laughs> and now bear in mind, Donna, who I know many of you think is a relatively well-adjusted adult, <laughs> she lives like a dorm dude in that she keeps her bread as an adult in the microwave. And that means like, oh, yeah, let me heat that up. Boom. Let me first take out this uh, loaf of rye bread and then heat up your tea. And then I'm going to put the rye bread back in there. And she claims it's because not everybody has a drawer for bread. This woman's got so many drawers. I want to do drawer inventory. I know you have stuff in your drawers, but that doesn't mean that you have appropriately efficiently utilized your drawers. You've got a bread drawer. So in there you have somewhere. a food drawer. You have a food drawer below your counter. There's food in this drawer. Just food. Well, there's bread. What else? Tortillas. 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 They're <laughs> not part of the bread community. Don't. You'll get canceled. Okay. Okay. Tortillas. See, now I keep those in the fridge. Huh. Okay. You have a bread drawer. You just don't know that you have a bread. Now, mine, we didn't opt for the kitchen upgrade with the bread drawer and slide back the thing on top. It's just there is a drawer in your kitchen that says, hey, if you use the rest of us more efficiently, Donna, you can put bread in here and then you can just leave that microwave for microwaving things, not as storage. What the hell do you keep in your oven? <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Listen, I also sometimes keep bread in the fridge because I eat it so rarely that I don't want it to get moldy. Now, some people do the fridge thing. I asked this question. We've gone on this debate before with potatoes. Donna Likes to, if people are coming over, she sets out some potatoes on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> we found out a lot of people do the thing. I want to play hot potato, you know? It's a thing. Where she just keeps her potatoes on the counter. They were just over there like these little misfit russets just sitting against the There's tile There's like two of them. Why do I need a drawer for two potatoes? You don't need a drawer for it, but a lot of people keep them in the pantry. Some people keep them we, like on the cellar steps. Very few people kept them out on the, the countertop. I asked. Oh, what do you think you're better than me? On Facebook, where do you keep your bread? Nancy makes me laugh. First comment I see, where do you keep your bread? Around my waist. (laughs) That's funny. That's very funny. That's funny. Um, Okay, Jody says, in the cupboard or above the toaster? In the cupboard. What do you mean above the toaster? Well, there's probably in like another cabinet. I'm not seeing your question. I'm totally looking at your... Are you on my Facebook I sure am. The Steve Patterson? I don't know. I see your kids here. Leave them out of this, Donna. (laughs) In the freezer. Well, the correct answer is not in my microwave. Sorry, Donna. Well, no, I don't (laughs) think that's a... I'm not saying people should leave there. I just did that because I was... I had people over and I wanted it the counters to look nice. So I just stuck the bread in the microwave. (laughs) Did anybody, nobody went and warmed up a cup of coffee later that well, night? Well, my brother and his wife were looking for the bread and they were texting me and going, where did you put the bread? We looked in the fridge. We looked in the 
drawers. I said, oh, it's in the microwave. And they're like, it's the only place we didn't think to look. You would never think to look there. That's right. That's because uh, it's my bread. Patty says, in a wicker basket on top of the fridge. Kristen says, the microwave. It's become a part-time bread box to keep the cats from attacking it. How about that? Noel, bread box. Jenny, top of the fridge. In a chrome bread box from J.C. Penny. All right, Catherine, don't brag. Yeah, I don't want one of those bread boxes that are in a, you know, where you put the bread in a dome and then you close looks, it and it says fun, bread. Amy says she keeps <laughs> her bread in the pantry. Okay, I do. I don't really have a pantry. I have like a cabinet, but I have to share it with another human. So in we have to divvy box, up the space. In the refrigerator. Um, I keep my bread, Colleen says, at the store. Too many carbs. That's right, girl. Uh, bread is enemy. The microwave, as we never use it. You've got a couple microwave people. In the fridge, on top of the microwave, drawers are for utensils and towels. Silly Steve. Oh, Tina, I'd love to come to your Same. kitchen. Like, I have a drawer that's just drawers. for dish towels and oven mitts. In a basket on one of our pantry shelves. In the fridge. A lot of people keeping it in the fridge. Mike, where do you keep yours? Uh, either a bread basket or the freezer. We don't the use freezer. a lot of bread. Okay. Yeah. So if we just have a couple slices, we'll throw the rest in the freezer. See, I do that with bagels. The next time we have a BLT. Yeah. Okay. Bread drawer, fridge, fridge, bread box, in a wooden bread box on the counter, spare ones in the freezer, in a drawer, in the cupboard next to the toaster, counter in okay, the pantry. So look at all these, the variety bread of drawer. responses you're getting. Not everybody has a drawer. Bread box. Bread box on the counter, cupboard, freezer, basket, okay. pantry, All right. bread basket, Got it. refrigerator. All right. Fried shrimp, boiled shrimp, broiled shrimp, shrimp scampi, linguine and shrimp, <laughs> shrimp yeah. on the barbie. Why did you just pull up that old picture of me working Because this Channel is what I'm News. seeing on your stupid Facebook page. I, I went to Facebook, I put Steve Patterson, and then I get, okay... All right. There's your wife. Where's your post? Uh, Donna, that's, that's, uh, that's the, you're on the wrong page. Type the Steve Patterson. That's oh. like the, the, my like public page. Oh, I didn't know we had two Steve Patterson pages. Yes. One is for the family. It's one that I, I never see. go on. Okay. Look, no, okay, now go up to Elizabeth. Let me teach you how to navigate some of this stuff. It probably says the Steve Patterson somewhere in there. That's why it came up on that search result on her, on Elizabeth Reese's post. And this is why I don't do social. Donna. Okay? Like, wh- why am I seeing Elizabeth Reese? I'm coming over there. Ah, uh, don't. Over keep there. your distance. <laughs> no, don't. Just look. Um, okay, hey, everybody. How's look, it going? See, look, and then it says at the Steve Patterson. Let's well, click on that. Oh, that took little. me to my Instagram page. Yeah, see, not none of my stuff works. Donna. It's my whole life. Hey, Donna. I'm going to go. No. Dang it. <laughs> All right, don't worry, this but we don't fine. have to do this while people are listening to our They're show. They're in it deep with us now, Donna. No, they don't care. Your stuff Thank you, doesn't guys. work well. I, I blame the victim. I'm just sitting here trying to I mean, play along with my, the rest of the... Team. You should have been in the room earlier today when I walked in and Donna and someone from our sales department were trying to do a reel. You would have thought it was a scene from Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to figure out how the bomb. Zoolander.
The files are in the computer. <laughs> I'm I get this open. No, Donna, reels are very difficult at first. I, I, I fessed that up at the beginning of the show. I'm just having a little fun here. Oh, is it going to get any fun anymore? I miss the old America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll be break. back. All We've right. got uh, Zamponi's going to have nice. a dirt alert. I- I've taken off. <laughs>